I really wanted to find some sort of symbol that could embody the series just by being on its own, you know, like um, that's why I use like a logo that is essentially just a simplified dragonfly. So if you see the logo, you see, okay, it's that series. And because the dragonfly is a symbol of a symbol of change, transformation and self-realization. Isn't that great? Um, totally sums it up. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. How did so you come across you... that? Like, were you like just on the search for different icons that could fill this void and just fell in? Yeah. There? When I started like working on the series, I, I knew I wanted to talk about this topic of change. And so um, I was very intrigued by like what kind of symbol I could find that is very familiar to people, but still represents that theme. And so I found about the dragonfly and I was like, oh, wow, that's perfect because it's such a beautiful insect. And I remember as a kid, I was like scared of them because my cousin would tell me that, that it would sting and you could die from their from their sting or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, dragonflies are so scary. What the fuck? But turns out they're like homies, and you know, like they eat the bad bugs. So dragonflies are they're OP. They're so good. So I couldn't be more glad to have picked that one and not like a cockroach or whatever, you know. <laughs> Talking about NFTs and that's nifty. That's nifty. All the great artists they come to this place to talk about the crypto space and that's nifty. That's nifty. That's nifty. Your hosts for tonight's podcast are Tyler. Larry and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. What up, I'm boys? Good. Hey. Yo. <laughs> How's old it going? School. Yeah, huh? super old school. Wow. What's super old school? Having nope. us all back. First guest. Uh, yes. yes. Back to Retour aux Sources, like we say in French. I don't know what's the translation in English, though. Back to the source. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> how's it? How's it like, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> in French, huh? What's the saying in French? Oh, retour aux sources. That's a kind of sounds cool like saying. That time I was gonna try to say it. <laughs> no, 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 no. My my French is not good. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna judge you for that. It's alright. It's only appropriate that we kicked off with uh, some sort of dumb saying. Yeah, it's uh, it's proper. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you've How's been up going? to so much, man. Huh? You've been up to so much since we've talked to you last. Good Lord, right? What a year. We're literally, we, we opened the year kind of with our first chat together and we're closing it now. Yep. It was, I think it was bad. February. Who's our yeah. first guest, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I hope I'm not your last guest. Oh, no. It's going to go on forever. <laughs> Are we closing the loop now? No, no. 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 Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Huh? The five-year loop. Yeah, feels like five years. <laughs> Shout really out your dad. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for those who will listen in maybe a, uh, a few weeks, 
today was my dad's drop. Never thought I would say that in my entire life. <laughs> it was my dad's drop tonight on Nifty Gateway. Feels like five years. I got the bagpipes. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I got both. I had to support the dad. He's building something, so I'm excited to ride along. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I cannot say much, but he wants to do stuff with it. So, I mean, he's like on pack level stuff, you know, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I love how his like name on OpenSea, I mean, on Nifty Gateway is just Aphoria's dad. Like that's his <laughs> username. That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, it's so epic. I don't know if he's ever going to change it. I mean, because I have a sister too, you know, so he's also my sister's dad. <laughs> <laughs> not just me <laughs> but it's so epic so glad i was so glad that people showed up tonight and that because you know he was like so excited and i was like dad don't don't get any expectations with your opens you know don't i don't want you to be disappointed if ever there's something like it's it's surely gonna go great but don't like expect anything but turns out it, it did like super well in the end and I was very happy for him. And also, I w like, everyone, like, all the, the artists who were curated as well also did great so far. Some some are not done yet. Um, so I was so happy to see such a good reception for a drop that's curated by a dad. On I think he picked good artists. I think he, you know, got oh, a yeah. good group together. Honestly, pretty tight group. Um, I was so happy to see my friends, like, saying yes to this. Uh, I was like, thanks for doing this, you know was so glad now we Who just talked to man tonight pardon me you, you said both you both said like one question <laughs> yeah, Go, yeah. Larry. i was just asking i was if you were the middleman uh not whoop, my microphone dropped i hope it's not gonna ruin the people's ears but um no it was not that bad i had to do a bit of like stuff for him just to help him out because he he was clueless you know like i mean as anyone would be um, doing an NFT draw for the first time. Uh, I remember when I did my first one, I was very stressed about it and I didn't know how it would go. Um, so I had to like uh, advise him on some little stuff here and there just to make sure everything was right. And uh, honestly, he did a lot of work, like handling like 12 artists like that. It's a lot of work and kudos to him for, for like managing everybody and making sure that everyone's releasing on time and such and such he did a good job i didn't want to i didn't want to jump in front of you larry <laughs> we don't usually do this but because i was i got a little sick after miami me and larry aren't in the same room today so i've been trying to really i just got a little sick it's like oh. nft nyc all over again well i mean i also got sick a little bit i got tested three times for covid like got i was negative but um, I still got sick. NFT NYC was quite something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you sick after that? Did you end up getting sick? Well, yeah, that's what I, that, that's what I'm saying. Um, I got uh, like some some little cold that lasted like a week, but I was mostly yeah, just tired, probably, you know. I think it's probably the same thing that's just like going around NFT Basel now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a season too i mean even if you're just hanging out in your own your hometown like it's flu season cold yeah. season you're you're bound to get it if you meet meet people out there you know but Absolutely. it was I nice um 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was I'm nice going. to meet Slime for the first time in person. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. We, we got to hang out in person after what, like seven years of like yeah. knowing closed, each other? It was down an Irish bar. Yeah, that was <laughs> sick. <laughs> you left after me and you're older than me. Yeah. You're a legend. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was funny, dude. Like The dude was just like, We walked into that bar and one of the guys we was with, it was like one of his buddies. He just like shut down the bar and just started just like unloading Guinness on us all night. It was yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah, it was so sick. I loved it. We chilled with uh, Roger. Uh, that was G-Monk. Uh, Shane Griffin. Yep. Yeah. Justin yeah, Mahler was there. Yeah, Justin Mahler as well. My dad. I mean, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did I say? My friend what? is your dad. I have so many dads. crazy <laughs> do you guys both have work at proof of party yeah uh yeah 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 that was uh quite a legendary first night i must say <laughs> I agree, that's how i started off miami too oh god proof of party yeah dude those i always get too wrecked at proof of party and then, <laughs> then the rest of the week is just like a struggle to stay alive yeah i feel you <laughs> it was was demanding i feel like the move is to go hard on like the last night or the second to last night not the first yeah night. <laughs> yeah i agree first night you you, you you keep it chill but then you go wild you know yeah like, but you cannot go like you cannot like miss out on these you just got to go all in all the time but i personally can cannot do do it all the time i'm too old you know i know dude me too it was fun though <laughs> like we got to do that i can't wait till next year hopefully Hopefully the crew, you guys will make it out to NFT NYC next year. Yeah, Tyler and Larry, you gotta you gotta go next year. Not missing it next year. Not missing that again. Uh, I feel yeah, like I when so. everyone got together, they just like everyone. Every COVID rule must have felt like it went out the window. It's oh, just yeah. like now we're here. So hugging and kissing and yeah, you know. I saw you guys were masked up pretty good actually. Alexi was pretty. Alexi and Mad Dog had the masks and Slime was throwing up the pieces. So yeah. that's how I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah that was one thing uh that kind of i don't know if we're off on a tangent here but when i arrived at the, at the first proof of party event i was like oh my god no one it, no one is wearing a mask except for me and mad dog jones <laughs> that's it that's it I, i i don't think anybody else was wearing one and people were like why are you wearing a mask no one's wearing one i'm like hmm <laughs> I guess you're right. If no one wears it, is it really effective? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in a position to tell. Yeah, dude. That was straight up. And then, and then everybody, a lot of people just ended up getting COVID after. So, you yeah. guys, you guys were the smart ones. I guess so. <laughs> I was lucky. I saw a video on your Twitter timeline that you got back with the band. You guys were performing again. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Uh, for, for those who don't know, I have a band and I had a band way before I started doing digital art, actually. Um, I've been with most of the guys in the band for like 10 years already. And um, yeah, so before COVID, we actually did our last show, I, I think was uh, February of 2020. But then we couldn't play until like October of this year. So it was almost like a year and a half of not playing live shows with my band like god it felt so great to get back on stage it was so sick i remember the first night i was just like ecstatic it was so insane the energy of the crowd 
I missed it, you know, and we had three shows in October. So it was a good run. And now we're going to write down some music and hopefully do more shows in 2022. But I'm so glad we're back at it. So fun. That's awesome. It's been reinvigorating. Now you're hitting the, the writing stage when the cold, cold winter hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I pulled one of your, your pieces tonight, too. I can't not talk about getting number two. Oh, number shit. two. And what piece, what number, of, uh, what number, sorry, what number did you get for the fear of change? I Dude, that might be number two as well, actually. I, I, I think out. so. I think I, it was number two and you won it, right? You didn't buy it. Right, right. Both times. Damn. No, I got number 15. Oh, okay. I thought you had number two and I was like, whoa. That's, Why did that's I think crazy. I had a number two as well? I don't know. You incepted me somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, you got mad luck. Whoa. That's that's crazy. People think I'm also, playing the system now. Yeah, people will say it's rigged. Um, <laughs> my friend, um, Alicia's boyfriend, Melavita, he also won the piece tonight and he also won a fear of change back in may for one dollar so you guys are are onto something i don't know what it is but you guys cracked the code <laughs> love it <laughs> speaking of malavita are you guys you guys are doing the ox society together right yeah so that's another thing that kind of popped up um this summer actually so um there's this guy yannick and bianca they're both from montreal and they they started this project called Xerox Society, which is a nonprofit gallery. Um, and like, I don't know how to say it, but they like, they help like um, promote the NFT movement as a whole. They, they educate people through um, like a, a big website that they have with so much information. They do grants programs uh, where they have people on board and they help them to navigate through the space and mint their own pieces and, and such and such. And so, yeah, Alicia and I are creative advisors for the project because they reached out to us, um, I think it was like back in April or May of this year. And I was stoked to be on board, honestly, because it was the first NFT gallery in Canada to open. Um, that's quite something. And honestly, like the, um, the location we have for the gallery is so good. It's like right in Montreal, uh, close to downtown. Uh, the building is just awesome. The gallery space is beautiful and very trendy. Um, so whenever there are, there are like events going on, it's super cool. And they got some really nice screens as well. So the experience is like crazy. And I think it's a good example of how like we can enjoy digital art in physical, you know, there are metaverses galleries, um, but also this is a perfect example of how we can do an actual RRL gallery that features NFT. So yeah, that's a sick project. That's sick. Two galleries that. we got to go see in Montreal now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's also uh, my dad. Well, you know, once again, my dad, he's um, changing of office for his company. So he's an insurance broker. And in his new office space, he's building this gallery. And I think oh, it, it has to be like one of the five first galleries in Canada to display NFTs like that. And that's that's wild to me, you know, like my dad is doing this. Um, and I went the other week because I went to visit my my dad actually, and he showed me the space and it's awesome. So awesome. There's like a ping pong table and a pool table right next to it. Today they received the couches. So it, it's like a, a an S couch that goes 
like at the center so you can like go around and view the screens and view the pieces that are displayed oh, it's going to be sick yeah it's it's outside of montreal but i think it's going to be a pretty cool thing for him whenever he do uh whenever he does like events for his company and just like in general i'm pretty sure like if you guys come to montreal he, he will gladly invite you over to have a drink and just view the pieces you know is that the m2 gallery is that what the name of it is i think so I don't yeah. I don't think he's going to name it like otherwise uh, with another name. Like Euphoria's it's probably dad's just going to be the gallery. M2. Huh? Euphoria's dad's gallery. <laughs> <laughs> I think he considered it at Dude, some point. That's, that's the new movement for him, man. I think that's his name now. Euphoria's dad. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just riding the wave, you know, like <laughs> I love it. I remember when actually Naples. Uh, I think he was like, he gave me and Tyler the heads up like, hey, yeah, Euphoria's dad is like building out a gallery, like a real gallery. And, and then I, was like, I remember kind of taking it, oh, that's cool. And then I saw the pictures not long after and I'm like, oh, shit, he actually yeah. did. It, but yeah, it's happening. It's awesome. Cool backdrop, too. Like the uh, just like the uh, what not you, the um, woods in the for <laughs> uh your dad's spot um oh thank i, I thought you talked you talked about my 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 stuff i was like what <laughs> uh, your backdrop's cool too though yeah there's like a lot of familiar pieces in there um for the yeah. people who will listen to it there is <laughs> mul multiple melavida uh prints there is a statue from statue from jason bayer um there's a a print from Victor Mascara and a print from from Fuck Render. No shit. All my homies. Yeah. Great homies. That's the uh, that's the family wave, right? Yeah, the Wall of Fame. The wall of Fame. <laughs> Somebody yeah. else that we talked to had their Jason Abayer statue. Who that? I can't remember who it was that had that sitting next to their desk. If someone recently, it's gorgeous. Yeah. How Thank many you, of Jason. those are there? Not many. Uh, like a hundred or fifty? I fifty, fifty. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a lot. This is. Is it three D printed? Yeah, so it's like resin, I believe. It's it's like translucent. Oh shit. Sure. Um, it's pink. It's glossy. It's marvelous. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> a little dusty. Is it, is it like pretty? Dusty. Like, like, can you knock on it? I just want to hear the sound. So oh, I, so oh I let's do it. some. ASMR yeah. for, for uh, yeah, yeah. the audience. So, ah, sounds pretty dense. Yeah. It's not hollow. No, it's very dense. <laughs> That's the bass. Uh, oh, yeah. The, Some great yeah. acoustics. Give yeah. me a Malavita <laughs> scratch real quick, just for. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We got to do this. All right. Let's. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the sound of colors guys that's amazing amazing <laughs> let's see what else has happened since we saw you i mean you've had the crypto cube stuff the pandemonium yeah. piece, which was awesome thank you shout out to too much lag for bringing this baby home um i was sick um i was so glad that you know like it, these auctions you cannot really control like how they end up because they're like limited uh by a, a timer you know like a countdown and so when i saw that it was actually stefan who was winning it i was like that's sick that's really sick because like that's 
a perfect holder, you know, close friend of mine. He's going to diamond hands this piece forever. I know it. And like, I couldn't ask for anyone else. Like he's such a good guy. So I'm glad he managed to get it. So cool. That's amazing. Yeah, he is. He's the man. Funny dude too. Yeah. And super smart. Yeah. It's crazy. Like he he's him, crazy he smart. Him down in Miami, right? You missed Pardon him. me? I was asking Mike if he missed him in Miami. Oh no. I, I saw him there. I saw him at NFT NYC. Um, yeah. He just goes dude constantly. <laughs> I can't keep up with him, dude. <laughs> Too much slag is a party animal. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's recorded now. Forever. <laughs> I think it's been known. Yeah, I think so too. You can see it in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Jumping from Milan to Miami. To... <laughs> oh boy. I don't know how he doesn't get sick. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's just like built different. He I mean he's a he's a rock climber, right? Bouldering and stuff. Yeah, true. Yeah, he's in I think he's in good shape, but partying like that must be like tiring. I don't know how he does it. Well, he's younger than us too, right? Is he how old is he? I was just gonna ask that. He's 32. Get the 31. fuck out of here. No way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's older okay. than me. He's 30. Is he older than you guys? He's older than us. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Well, yeah. yeah holy shit <laughs> we're, well, it was like fucking 25 or some shit I was like, we're not no looking good guys story. we're not looking good especially <laughs> me i think we should party more it makes you look good <laughs> i think so too dude <laughs> <laughs> look at us <laughs> i would have actually guessed like 23 he, yeah 23, he looks young actually yeah he looks like honestly i thought he was like 26 or 27 at first but he told me he was like 30 something and i was like whoa hold up what what's what's going on here i want your jeans justin Mahler guessed i was 35 i was like oh fuck (laughs) yeah you put on five years this year (laughs) i know dude (laughs) yeah it's true (laughs) so what are you working on right now dude anything good Oh yeah. Um, well, lots of things actually. Um, Send Mike the link. Huh? Send oh. Mike the link that you sent. Oh my us. god, you didn't you didn't get the link? What's the no, link? I think that was just me and Larry that got that one. Oh my god. Okay. Well, Mike, uh, I gotta send you a link right now. Send um, it. Wait. Okay. Yeah, I send it. Sent it there. Uh, is Twitter fine? Yeah, dude. Okay, let me send it to you on Twitter because I'm on Twitter right now. So make sure to download these. Um, I'm open up on my computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, these are top secret um, CIA level material. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is actually my next drop that I'm going to release uh, on December 23rd um, on Nifty yeah. Gateway. December 23rd? Oh, damn. Yes, that's yes. Up. Yes, super soon. Uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I've been essentially, um, I've been working on this drop pretty much since, yeah, since April of 2021. So wow. it's been like, what, eight months or so? Um, essentially how it went is that I was supposed to have a drop on uh, May 20th. Um, and I was like, mm. 
it's not going to happen. Uh, I knew that I had like high expectations for myself and I, I knew that I wouldn't be able to like just pump five pieces just like that uh, in a month or so. And that's why I released the fear of change. Um, I was like, what could I do to still like, um, like do something since I have a date with Nifty, um, but that is not my series, but would be something else that's still like meaningful and relevant and potentially could reward, reward my holders. And I thought of this piece, um, the fear of change. So essentially it was kind of made in the style of five fears, which is the series we talked about last time I went on the podcast. Um, and so it's in the style, but it features the dragonfly symbol that I kind of started bringing up this year. Um, was the first time I actually uh, showed it to the, to the world. And it kind of served as a transitional piece like a bridge piece between five fears and the next series. Um, so that's why I did it and sold it for $1. So I made like, what, 12 bucks that night. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Instead of having a proper drop, I made like just enough to buy a McDonald's uh, combo, <laughs> you know? More than I'm, I'm glad I can help you out with a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so awesome. Yo, thanks, dude. Yeah, so... Um, I guess I could just explain the drop. Should I? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to talk right. about them. All right. Do you do you have the pieces in front of you? I do. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So um, how it goes is that I released five fears um, in February. And that series was kind of like special to me because it was one of the um, few times where I really was like um, open about what I was like experiencing and what I wanted to talk about just in general uh, because those pieces were all like different fears that I have and that approach kind of like I kind of liked it you know just inspiring taking inspiration from my actual life in general was like um, something like new for me I did it before but not to that to that extent and um, and so yeah I really liked it and the reception for that series like blew me away. I, I never thought that so many people would like message me and be like, oh my God, uh, relate to what you said in that series. And that series helped me be more confident with my own work because I talked about similar topics, but I was too afraid to bring it up and such. I had these messages come in. Um, it was just so great, you know, so rewarding. Um, and also uh, the drop itself on Nifty was like, just shattered everything. Like that, that was like, one crazy moment, right? Um, never thought it would happen ever, ever, ever. And so after that, I was like, what's next, you know? What do I do? And I was kind of like, it's ironic, but I was like still like scared of like my next project, even though I did like a, a project about fears. So ironic. Um, but what came to me, what like I thought was like, obvious is that I wanted to talk about change just change in general because I don't know for you guys but my life has changed quite a lot this year like so much has happened and I was like it's just like right in my face I got to talk about that so I first started by creating the fear of change which was like the, the introduction to this new theme new series that I wanted to make and then I started brainstorming on the the pieces and I came up with this series called Eras. So Eras is the, the title of my next series. It's featuring five pieces, 
which are called Origin, Dawn, Limbo, Alter, and Eras. So each piece is essentially um, the ideas that I wanted to kind of like break down my life up until now in like different chapters. So each piece is like a different chapter of my life. Um, so as an example, you could imagine that Dawn is like uh, my childhood because it's like a very young character that discovers uh, the dragonfly. And then as it progresses through the series, you see the character just evolves and some little details just change over time. And you kind of see a character that kind of like overcomes something, you know, uh, up until the end where it's like in, in its final form. So that's kind of like the summarized <laughs> uh, explanation of this series, but I can go more in depth. If you guys have any questions, we can talk about it. I feel like there's a lot to it. So I don't know like where to stop or like what to, to say. I have one point to start with the cloth textures that you have created for this um, set is outrageous. Like looking okay. at the textures, Thank you. like, I don't know how you made the cloth look. It looks more real than real cloth does. Like, I don't <laughs> know how to explain it. <laughs> wow, I appreciate it, man. That, that, okay. That series took so long because of all these things. Um, essentially, I had to like learn a lot because of this series. Um, like as an example, just texturing the outfit took me about one or two weeks. And each little part took me like one or two weeks. So when you add everything up together, it's like several months, you know, because um, I had to work on some other stuff at the same time and and so on. So it was a lot of work. And yeah, so for, for the outfit, I just textured everything in Substance Painter, which is like this dope software that you can use to texture your 3D models. And so that saved my life. Uh, I had so much fun, like coming in and painting the details, like little dragonfly symbols or this little star symbol that I have. Um, that was a lot of fun. So I'm glad you liked it. And then I was going to ask about how did you animate? Can I talk about one of the things in one of the pieces? Yeah, man, go for okay. it. Yeah. How did you animate like the, the dragonfly and the butterflies and shit? <laughs> so um, in the piece origin, this one is quite special because it's a collaboration with Dexamol. Dexamol is this artist who does these very like um, surreal and like futuristic insects. So he models the insects and um, he put like all these like, I don't know how hard, like, like cyberpunk-ish kind of details on them. And it's super yeah. dope. And so when I started the project, I was like, oh, I can probably model a dragonfly, but I was so wrong. Like this, this shit is like so hard to make. So I hired Dexamol to do it for me. And so to highlight like uh, the work he did, we decided to do a collab piece together that would showcase the dragonfly itself. So he did um, all the animation for that piece. Uh, so the wings, uh, the little legs moving around and even like uh, the ladybugs. Yeah, um, that's that's him. And I did like the art direction, the lighting and such. Um, but in the other pieces, it was kind of a, a challenge to do because I didn't want to like perfectly reproduce the movement of a dragonfly in my pieces because um, you know how they fly. They're like very like um, they're like parallel to the ground. They're not really slanted like in my pieces and their wings go like super fast, like so fast that you cannot even like see the wings moving. So what I wanted to do was kind of like 
do my own take on it and make it more surreal. So um, because it looks better in my pieces, I like gave the, the dragonfly a little angle and I made the wings like flap much, much slower than reality because I thought it was more beautiful. And because the character is like moving so slow, it's like a waltz, you know, like very, yeah. very, very smooth. I thought it was kind of fitting to have also the dragonfly being kind of kind of uh, in slow-mo. I completely um, agree. So that's what I did. You know, I just use um, this plugin called Signal. Um, it's a plugin from Grayscale Gorilla. Gorilla. Yep, yep. <laughs> and it was it was long to do, but it was much more easy easier than if I just did it all manually. So just put, put a bunch of a there. signal. Thank you. Just a lot of signal little uh, tools in there and boom, you got it. I think you brought up Dexamol when I think I asked you when the fear of change came out, I asked about the dragonfly maybe in discord or something. Yes. And you were already working with him back then, right? Yeah. So essentially the, the dragonfly you see in the fear of change is also the same. It's the same model. So um, I already had it like being sculpted before um, that drop. Cause I, I knew I would like use that model for the series itself. So yeah, that was like the first uh, appearance of the 3d model that Dexamol sculpted for me. And dragonflies represent change, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was quite surprised because um, I really wanted to find some sort of symbol that could embody the series just by being on its own, you know, like um, that's why I use like a logo that is essentially just a simplified dragonfly. So if you see the logo, you see, okay, it's that series. And because the dragonfly is a symbol of uh, change, what is it? I, I gotta, I'll, I'll pick up the right definition because I have it. Um, <laughs> it's a, yeah. So essentially it's a symbol of change, transformation and self-realization. Isn't that great? Um, totally sums it up. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. How did so you come across you, that? Like, were you like, just on the search for different icons that could fill this void and just fell in. Yeah. Um, when I started like working on the series, I, I knew I wanted to talk about this topic of change. And so um, I was very intrigued by like what kind of symbol I could find that is very familiar to people, but still represents that theme. And so I found about the dragonfly and I was like, oh, wow, that's perfect. Cause it's such a beautiful insect. And I remember as a kid, I was like scared of them because my cousin would tell me that, that it would sting and you could die from their, from their sting or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, dragonflies are so scary. What the fuck? But turns out they're like homies and you know, like they eat the bad bugs. So dragonflies are, they're OP. They're so good. Um, so I couldn't be more glad to have picked that one and not like a cockroach or whatever, you know? <laughs> well, not to keep talking about it, but I love the choice of dragonfly over say butterfly because I think that's overdone in a lot of like the metamorphosis kind of, yeah. kind of thought. Like the dragonfly is just something that I can't attribute to anyone else. So that's really cool. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought of the butterfly as well, but it's overdone, you know? And What's interesting about dragonflies is that they spend most of their life as a nymph. So they live like underwater, I believe. And so only for a tiny fraction of their life, they get to spend it in their final form. And I thought this was kind of poetic because essentially like you can relate to that in some way, you know, like you spend all your life working towards something. And then when you achieve a certain goal, um, you're like, 
in this final form, but it, it, it keeps changing, but still, you know, like, um, I think there's still, still something poetic in that kind of like being in that state where you're just like hidden underneath, like you're changing and then boom, you're like blooming, you know, I think yeah. this is beautiful. Is, is the final make- piece, oh, go ahead, Mike. No, I was just going to ask if you made them <clears throat> like in succession, like from youngest to oldest, I got, or was it kind of do one and bounce around? I kind of made them all at once. Um, so how I went to, um, with this is that I kind of like started to figure out, okay, like what parts of my life I want to talk about and what piece could fit with that. So I split like my, my life so far in those like four stages. So the dragonfly piece, which is a collab, doesn't really relate to my life per se. So it's more about like the, all the pieces with the characters are the ones I'm talking about right now. And so um, I just started, like I started sketching. Um, I would sketch on paper ideas for those four pieces. And when I like found sketches that I thought were like strong and like they were like promising, it was like, okay, now I have my piece for Don. I have my sketch for Limbo the one for Alter and the one for Eras. And then I kind of just push everything like equally towards completion, you know? So that's how I went with it. Um, and it was kind of cool to, you know, like work on them all at once because I don't know if you guys hear this, but there's like... There's I thought like, it was in my house. No, so it's like, you're so annoying. Maybe we can t- take it like a short pause. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. my house too because I I muted my thing and I could still hear it. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, is it loud? Because I just don't want to talk over it for like five minutes. Oh, we can just hang for a second. I think. I mean, it's kind yeah. of the charm of the podcast too. We, yeah. we have airplanes and car alarms yeah. and it's the terroir, right? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> it's so annoying though. I hear it and I have like a noise canceling. AirPods. What is it? Skip over if they want. Somebody's backing up. So it's it's uh, a fucking Amazon Prime truck. There's snow outside, and they they're like just ringing an alarm to say like get your car off the road. We need to clear the snow. That's it. Oh, it's so loud. Not really. It's like very like modest, a modest amount of snow outside. Like very minimal. everyone, Everyone always overreacts though. Yeah, yeah a pound of salt on the ground, like per square inch last night, because we got like a half an inch of snow. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was just like a coating. Yeah. yeah. Like still see the pavement. A, a coating. I like that. Um, up your car. So I have like a fence in my backyard, and the sun will hit it the right way, where I'll have like sunlight in half of my backyard, but not the other. And I went out oh. to let the dogs. And half of it was grass and the other half was snow from like, you could see the sun line. So we didn't have very much. <laughs> Damn. Okay. That's very like, as I said, modest, like yeah. very minimal. <laughs> um, I think it's done. I can't hear it. Anymore. Done for now. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Where was I? So we can like. Um, we were just talking about the, the pieces still. And I was wondering the the last piece is taking off the mask. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's your question? I just I just want to know the significance. I see. Oh, okay. Sorry. With the mask as well. <laughs> sorry. That's sorry. Better yeah, question, yeah. Tyler. So <laughs> essentially, there are a few fun things about this piece. Um, well, are they fun? I don't know. Maybe it's fun because I spent like so much time on it. I kind of 
started to become crazy, I guess. It better be um, fun, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, so this piece is called Eras. It's the final one. And it's going to be the one of one. So it's going to be like, an, like a proper auction. Um, this piece, what I want to do with it is since I'm talking about change, And I assume as a 25 years old, I'm still going to change, you know, like if I don't change ever after this, like it's kind of sad, to be honest. So, <laughs> so what I had in mind, I still have to figure out like the logistics in terms of like smart contracts. So I'm still like working on this. Um, but what I want to do with that piece is that it would be a piece that I would come back later on. Um, let's say there's like a milestone. Uh, in my life as an artist or just a big change in my personal life or just a major style change for me, you know, as an artist, something that changes in the way I create my pieces. I would like to come back to the piece, revisit it and then update it. So my first thought was probably to just update the metadata of the piece um, on the smart contract. So if you buy the piece as the, the collector, essentially in like, five years from now, the piece wouldn't be the same. So um, I was kind of inspired by Mad Dog Jones, of course, with uh, Replicator, uh, this idea that like a piece can still change over time. And so essentially it's going to be like a, an ongoing project because I'll always come back to it. It's nothing crazy, like technically or whatever. It's just for me, essentially. It's just, um, I just want to do like this piece that like can progress through time because of NFTs, we can do that now and it's easier to track it. Um, so it made sense to me that I would do that. And the character on it has no mask. Essentially the mask, how I see it is like, it's kind of like when you're still search searching for a purpose in your life. Um, there was a point where I had no idea what I wanted to do later, later. And I even did like studies in engineering. So that explains like how lost I was because what I'm doing now is so different. Uh, and I was kind of like, I, it, it, I felt miserable, you know, because I was like spending so much time studying something that I didn't care about, didn't love at all. And I was like, God, like, what could I do? And when I found art, it kind of like gave me for the first time in my life, like a, an actual job I would like look forward to and would love doing. So that's why this idea of change is so important to me. And so the, the, the final piece kind of represents that, this idea of like, You're, you're kind of like overcoming something and you're just becoming a better version of yourself and you get this feeling of achievement and, and all that through it. Um, so this piece is about that and it's very important for me. That's why it's like the one of one. And also a fun thing, because I said there was a fun thing. I took photos of my face with like my camera and I made like a 3D mesh out of it. There's this oh, software cool. called FaceGen. So you input like three images and you place points like, eyebrows, nose, eyes, mouth, nose, all, all that. And it generates like a 3D mesh of your face. So I brought the mesh in that studio and I refined it and I made my face like literally in 3D. And what I did is I made a slider out of it. So in that studio, if you open my version, you can see Aphoria, an Aphoria oh, slider. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so on that character, it has a 25 to 30% Aphoria on it. So There's like a bit of my face in it, my my eyes with like the prominent, like, I don't know, like wow. eyebrows and such. The eye shape, the, the the head that's kind of like this shape. I don't like I, I'm I'm talking about my face and people won't be able to see it. But just 
just search Alexi online, Euphoria, you'll see my face and you'll see, you'll, you'll understand. But yeah, so there's like a bit of me in that character. And I thought it was, it was kind of cool, you know? That's amazing. Yo, yeah, how, like, hard, how hard is it to learn Daz? Mm. I mean, I've, I've messed with it a little bit, but like this was years ago, but I kind of want to explore it a little more. Is it honestly, like- Honestly, it's not that difficult, but it's a very painful software to use because I animate all my characters in that software and the, their animation tools are pure shit. Like, I'm sorry, but they're not good, but it's free. It's a free software, which is like amazing. You know, not going to complain. Well, I'm complaining, so never mind. Um, (laughs) But honestly, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. Like, I feel like um, for someone who's like beginning, it's pretty easy to pick up and you can create like characters very quickly. Then ultimately what makes the difference is how, how much time you put in, uh, in your poses or, you can grab like some morph packs on their store. And if you gather like enough morph packs and use them to your advantage, you can make characters that really stand out. Because before I would use like the default Genesis yeah. model and it would kind of show, you know, was not super original. And since then, I just use my own characters that I, I spend like hours just refining the eyes, the nose, the faces shape and all that. I feel like it adds a lot to the, the character itself. No, that's sick. Okay, cool. Yeah, it might, might fuck with it a bit. Have you ever used like Poser or anything? The There's like... No, like, no. Is there a comparable software to Daz? Or is Daz kind of uh, like the go-to one? There's Make Human, I believe, is what it's called. Um, okay. And maybe Poser. I, I've heard of it before. But I think oh, Daz is pretty cool. cool. Yeah, I think Daz is probably better for sure. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I've been using it since day one, essentially. Yeah. Um, so I'm used to it and they have a lot of like packs you can download. Um, so it's pretty useful if you want to like customize your characters. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of people using it. So you gotta be like, you gotta make sure you're kind of like standing out if you do so. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of difficult sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Not if but you yeah. can light the way that you can, because uh, thank the, you. the lighting is also unbelievable in the collection. Thank you. Yeah. I spent like a, uh, so much time lighting um these pieces especially limbo i was about uh, to you, say yeah if you, if you even notice like on the chest part yep, too, yeah there's like a glow on the chest that i so limbo for those who are like also not seeing anything is the darker piece of the series um it's kind of the piece i like the most to be honest because it I like this piece thank you thank you man um this piece was actually relating you. relating to what I was talking about, like this period where I was like in engineering and such. So it talks about this chapter of my life, this era. And so um, it also stands out because it's the darkest, like very, very like subtle tones, you know, like blues, uh, a lot of, a lot of black up and down. It feels like, you know, like you're really into this tiny little space along with a character and there's not much around, Um, but there's a star that's kind of like guiding the character and a dragonfly that's in front of him. And I don't know, I just like this piece and the lighting took me a long time for this one because what I usually do in a series is I kind of use the same base. So I will open a new file and import all my lights and then put my subject and then play around. So there's like some some sort of like continuity or um, coherence between the pieces just in terms of lighting and colors. Um, so some pieces like alter and eras 
like the two final pieces kind of like they communicate with one with one another in terms of lighting um it's kind of with similar the fade from the corner yep yep exactly that's well well done well done man <laughs> <laughs> um and so limbo is kind of like standing out a bit because it's like so different but i i really went hard on it because i wanted to like have some very subtle but like very nice lighting especially on the the clothing itself i think it it, it it ended up working well because your eyes kind of like guided automatically on the character and then it goes around you know so yeah, really like working the landscapes that. are really well done as well thank uh, you i i don't usually do those i know dude, um it was a challenge for me <laughs> like big big 3D, some 3d scans yeah, yeah 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 like everyone else does um big shout out to six and five uh like their stuff really inspired me for this one yeah um because their landscape work is like on top it's top tier you know and i i remember being very inspired by their stuff when i made uh especially the landscape for dawn which is the piece with the the child that one took me a long time like there was a forest before in that piece and i had to scrap it because it didn't look that great <laughs> so it became this more desertic kind of landscape but i like that one actually i think I it's it looks really nice thank you it's one of the first times where you have like an actual child in the aphoria verse you know like the the lore there was one baby back in 2017 in one of my renders but then it it's always been like adult characters but then you have this little child that i think it's super cute i like i like this little guy yeah, dude, this might be my new favorite character from you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, like, I, I wanted to just step it up a little bit because my last series was very minimal, like characters, colors, no outfits, like very straight to the point. I mean, the message behind was like a lot too. So I thought like, I I didn't want to like clog my pieces with like fancy stuff just for the sake of it. Uh, I thought it would like take away from the message. Um, but this time around, I wanted to like really go deep and have fun and like raise the bar for myself, just for me um, and challenge myself. And I was very happy with the result. And so, yeah, that that's pretty cool. Um, I also have uh, something that I didn't send you, to you guys, I think. Did you get like the square piece? Yes, I did. Just the, just the mask. Yeah, so... Yeah. This one is special, and I think I can talk about it because I want people to know. But essentially, if you get a piece, the 23rd, everybody, like every piece, every like even the collaboration, you'll get this piece airdrop for free, potentially like two weeks after the drop, just so like people have time to like uh, buy it on secondary and, and all that, you know. But this will be a free piece um, of the mask, and it comes with a like metaverse-ready version of the mask itself. Wow. So, yeah, kind of like artifacts, essentially. So it's kind of yeah. funny, but in this project, I kind of like hired everyone from artifacts to work on it. Um, <laughs> I, I got Dirk, you know, like Dirk at work. Yes. Um, he's the guy who optimized uh, the 3D mesh for me and made the, the, the GLB file that will be available for people. So shout out to him. That's and also, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah. And, and also, and also, also something else. I hired Justin uh, Wetch, I think is how you pronounce it he's the guy along with chewy's toll who worked on the unreal engine gallery of artifacts so i hired the guy and he made a dope ass unreal engine gallery for the experience no um, way yeah 
yeah yeah i i, I couldn't send it to you guys because it was like very heavy um and i thought like it would kind of be kind of like clunky to just send that but it's gonna be dope like uh i'm gonna share some teasers eventually but uh essentially it takes place in like what i what i told him i wanted to do was to like replicate the landscape of limbo so hold on maybe i can like grab a a screenshot somewhere because screen share oh maybe maybe i could screen share and find something because i have like a, a bunch of screenshot i know i sent it to my dad so i'm trying to look in our conversations to see if i can find it it's not, wow, is that it's gonna not loading be, is that gonna be ready for the drop or is that coming out after yeah it's gonna be ready for the drop actually i'm gonna share my screen oh it's disabled Oops. oh oh we've done this before do i remember I how to enable it that's the question if not no worries i can send like the screenshots directly to your twitter i'm just gonna make you the host what <laughs> actually i don't know if that stops our recording so maybe i will oh ne no never mind i'm gonna send you the piece the the screenshots on uh twitter oh wait okay, try that look. try now oh 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 yeah it's working let's go, there we go. cool cool figured cool. it out so, i'll remember it this time <laughs> all right oh, yeah. can you see over here wow yes, so oh, damn essentially you get in this like space and it looks just like limbo and it kind of looks like this bro damn that's sick dude yeah right i'm so stoked uh, i was so happy um essentially i made like a sketch in like 10 minutes and i send send a sketch to the guy and he managed to like do this uh, <laughs> of course like we had we had back and forth but i told him my ideas and he just made them come true so sick and that's amazing thank you thank so, you so and, we'll be able to walk through that yeah exactly so it's going to be uh streamed like uh, pixel streaming so anyone with a link you can just open it on any computer as long as your connection like internet connection connection is like good you know um so you'll be able to go and walk around in the this little space and each piece will have its soundtrack so when you go near the piece the soundtrack will start to play so you can like fully experience the pieces when you drop in on the central platform, there's also like a special soundtrack that I've made um, to like greet you. <laughs> um, nice. So yeah, it's going to be cool. And lots of little sneaky things. Like there's a little star in the sky that's actually aligned with Limbo. And it's, it's actually the same star as in the piece. So you get you get the feeling that you're actually in one of my pieces when you're in that space. That's so, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm so stoked about this. Really happy. I, I think this uh, lends to the amount of time that you needed to take on it because that's a that's a lot, dude. Thank you. That is awesome. Really <laughs> yeah, emerging I, drop. That's it's cool to like peel back the layers. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you guys like it. Honestly, like I was I was like so I felt a bit of pressure because I wanted to make something like cooler this time around. So I like really went all in. Um, and oh. I also got these. Oh yeah, hoodies yeah. yes. are back in I stock. Got one of those, dude. <laughs> yeah, and look at the back. Who is oh, it? Fuck. It's Limbo. Yes, dude. dude. <laughs> nice. So it's a Limbo hoodie for people at home listening the pot to the podcast. <laughs> dude, dude, wow. can you please reserve one of those for me? It's already written <laughs> that. I already wrote it down. I already wrote it down. Thank you. <laughs> You're fine, man. You're fine. And I also have, oh, wait a second. I'll be back. <laughs> I have something else. I do need to tell him too that I, I have opened mine and worn it 
I, I sent the picture with it in the packaging because it was the best picture I had. Oh, no, okay. Oh, you, you worry. Dodgers, you worry. Uh, Larry Dodgers. The Ivy Larry's one. got the Ivy one. Yeah, he's worn it a whole ah. bunch. Of oh, cool. I thought you still had it in like the package. I was like, damn. It was the best picture I had. Lovely. Lovely. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, and shit. It's a little pin. That's awesome. <laughs> Dragonfly pin for those at home. Yep. It's yeah. quite big too. So it's like a nice size. But that's sick, dude. Thank you. So, I, oh, so that's where the stickers you gave me are from the NFT NYC. Yeah, I got stickers as well. Ah, <laughs> dude, I was like trying to figure out, like, because it's you, you gave them to me. I was like, I'm wondering what this is from, but now it all makes sense. <laughs> hey, man, now you know. Um, so there's two stickers this hollow sticker. Ooh, yep. look at that. So, uh, this sticker is holographic people at home, and this one is like colored. That's the one like, I have. Dude. Yes. That's awesome. It's like purple and sand, sandstone colored. So essentially, if you get a piece from the drop, not the collab piece though, because that's a lot otherwise, but like um, like Dawn, Limbo, Alter, or Eras, you get to um, have a free hoodie. And I think I'll also add like a pin as well, but I, I, I cannot confirm yet. I have to figure <laughs> out. I have to figure out if it checks out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it should sticker. be. But uh, yeah, stickers as well. Uh, I'll send those to my guy in LA. So he has it. Uh, he has them. But yeah, so if you get a piece from the drop, you get this nice 3D model plus the NFT for free. And then a hoodie that you can claim afterwards. Damn. So yeah, I, I wanted to like make it as exciting as, as possible. And here we are. This is all like like very very early info because i haven't really mentioned like a clear i didn't like say all of this very clearly <laughs> so far like it's all like little hints here and there you know yeah you just gave me the dragonfly and didn't say anything you're just like yeah i'll <laughs> give you a sticker and i was like oh thanks dude i wonder what this is for now it's now like you know. now i know dude <laughs> now you know <laughs> yeah so, so do you know anything about the the drop mechanics or anything like addition sizes or that's still figuring that out yeah, those are quite figured out so far. Um, might change, so I don't know when the the podcast is going to be released. But we'll do it the Monday of your week. Yeah, so the twenty. Oh, perfect. So maybe it could change then, but it shouldn't be. Um, essentially, uh, the drawing. Uh, there's going to be a drawing for uh, the collab piece. It's going to be a forty edition, I think, because uh, we want to get like uh, we want want to have a piece that's like easier to get into. Um, so it's going to be open for everybody. Then there's going to be a drawing for Dawn 20 editions and two ranked auctions. So one ranked auction of 15 editions for Limbo and a ranked auction of five editions for Alter. And then Eras is going to be a one of one, but it's going to be hosted on a custom manifold website um, because I personally prefer... Uh, the way auctions work on like super rare as an example versus uh, nifty gateway because i like to just give it some time uh, because one of ones are just unique uh, they're like their own thing you know yeah uh, and i don't want to rush anything um because on nifty gateway you have like this 24 hour countdown yeah. and i think this is like not the way to go for especially one of ones um so the final piece era is going to be hosted elsewhere um, so anyone who's interested by the piece will be able to bid on the custom manifold website. It's going to be an ETH, of course, uh, and the rest 
that's on nifty is going to be of course like you can pay in fiat with your credit card or just eat straight up so doesn't doesn't matter um so yeah so like two ranked auctions two drawings and one auction um i was debating if i would do like a burn system or something like that or like a holders only uh thing but i with like after a long discussion with my producer matthew so shout out to matthew at nifty um we kind of concluded that like it because i did like a, a drawing for fear of change and one for together actually today for my dad's drop um that was like a, a lot of like rewards for the collectors and this one i kind of want to just let it open for everybody so um that's how i'm gonna roll with it maybe yeah, it's gonna change last group. minute i think it's, i think that's the move like to separate it out you know like I, I think like the reward drops personally should be like separate from you know like an actual drop like this where you're yeah. trying to get more people in you know yeah exactly and this series is not five fears you know um it's something else so i want to start fresh and uh the fear of change was this, of course like linked to that five fear series and even together um this piece featured like the, all the characters from the five fear series they're all like together in this piece and so that's why I made a piece like that. Um, and that's why I made it for the holders. Like, it's like a, I don't know, a tribute to what I've done earlier this year. And so those pieces were like rewards for the collectors. And yeah, now we're starting fresh. It's a, it's a new beginning uh, with eras. And then after, I don't know what's going to happen. Just going to keep creating, you know. I love the rank auctions. Like, I think that's a good idea to do those for two of the pieces. Yeah. I think... I think it's a cool idea. I'm glad you say that. Before, it was like a it, like for five fears, it was a silent auction because ranked auctions were not a thing back then. Um, but I think this makes much more sense because silent auctions are way too stressful. First, <laughs> and you, you you have no idea how it's like going to turn out. It's yeah. a lot of stress and it's risky. You know, as a rank ranked auction, it's like you can see live what's going on, and usually people fight for their there's how spot, many you know? spots are on the ranked auctions so 15 for limbo and five for altar so nice like not nothing too crazy because if you go like above 15 or 24 ranked auction it can get messy and there's going to be a lot of like uh the gap is going to be like greater between the bottom piece and the top piece so we try to like squish that a little bit so like it's more even, you know, so everyone pays about the same price, even though like the first edition is going to be always like more expensive, of course. But yeah, so for that's sure. what we, we we wanted to do for this one. Love it. Yes. Hell yeah. So glad. So glad. What else? What else I, I could talk? About? I mean, I was looking back through the Super Air catalog because you've released a lot since the last time we talked to you and just specifically when I talk about Prelude. Um, oh, I have a cool story about hit me. Prelude, actually. Yeah. Um, so this series, okay. So when I made the era series, it was kind of like a, a process, you know, I went to like through up and downs. Uh, there were moments where I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? It's going nowhere. Oh my God, this is so crazy. I love this series. And then, oh my God, like, why am I working on this? This is way too hard. And like, you know, like it was quite a process. And I think it's part of like, part of the, the thrill, you know, like going through these stages as you move forward um but at some point i was like no i just don't work i, I don't want to work on it because i was like working way too intensively on it like spending all my days on the series and i don't think that was very healthy of me uh back then 
I work better when I just like do a bunch of things at the same time. And I come back to it here and there and just um, work like very slowly, but surely instead of just like crushing everything all at once. So what I did is I stopped working on Eros for a whole week. And I just went on to create Prelude because I was like, I have to get something out of my system because uh, I'm going to be working on those pieces for the next few months. And I want to just make something for like the sake of making one single piece that has no series around it, nothing more than just like the piece itself. And it's funny because like all the techniques that you see in that series were previously explored on Prelude. So um, in Prelude, you see like this very, there's a very detailed outfit with the dragonfly on the cuff. Uh, and you see a mask also, um, the lighting as well, and the, um, all the details that you see on the characters were all things that I was working on at this, at, at this time, but for the other series. So I kind of like took some stuff and repurposed it for Prelude and just made like an exercise out of it. And that's why it's called Prelude because, uh, well, it's written in French, but Prelude means like before, like it, it's like an introduction to something else. And so that piece was was kind of like, for me, the introduction of the next artworks I was going to work on. Um, and I released that in June, I believe. So that was like very early on in the process. So yeah, that's that's the story. That's the story behind Prelude. I think it's worth mentioning it. It's an insane piece. Like the mask on it is so intricate and like, thank you. It, it looks real, you know, it looks like you could hold it. And it would thank be heavy you. to put on your face. <laughs> yeah and especially if you notice there's no like strap that holds it you know it's like glued on the face <laughs> used yeah yes yes it makes it more mysterious i feel like um but yeah i love this piece a lot um it was featured in new york on the billboard um in times square it's one of my favorite pieces it kind of reminds it, it to me it's kind of like a a part two of ivy you know like with the mask and like the pose and such kind of feels like a natural progression of that piece and I know like this piece is cool because Larry owns it <laughs> but yeah um that's why I like this piece a lot yeah, I just stopped everything I was working on just to do something for fun and here it was you know I love I'm gonna take you on the hands to um, get them in that position oh well that took me a, a good amount of time um I bet they're like very like expressive you know and so, um, I don't know, I think for that pose, I might've spent like a, like a few hours for sure, like four hours, maybe even more. Like, I don't even know like how long it took. And if you have a clever eye, um, you could notice that like the pose for Pandemonium, which is a piece for CryptoCubes, has a similar gesture in their hands. So someone pointed, pointing, uh, pointed, it's so hard to say, pointed it out, right? In, <laughs> in my discord and yeah it is actually based on the pose i use for, for for prelude so sometimes i will depending on the piece i will like use some poses like the hands or just the arms because i like it's more more easy for me to like start from those and then build on it rather than start from scratch every single time like it would be crazy otherwise i just yeah. realized that ivy is the first masked figure i think Oh, no, there's one before, actually. Oh, no. Yeah, I think there's one before. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I got to find it. Got to find it. It's kind of far in my in my feed. <clears throat> oh, it's minted? Oh, oh, minted. No, 
oh yeah it's the first minted piece that has a mask there we go yes but <laughs> let me see this character that, though yeah i want to see this yeah before that there was um this piece called oh leap i have it so i'll send it in the chat here so essentially it was a piece i made at the end of 2018 and there's a long ass description like i always do i love to do very long descriptions whenever i post something um and it talks about how because like that year and the year before people really knew me because i used like the pink and blue colors um and it's not a big deal but like when you're stuck with like color palette like that and people know you for that one thing it's kind of hard to uh just move on and do something else and so that piece is like brown and dark blue like there is nothing more different than than that you know so that piece was just like a statement as my final piece of that year I was like well from now on i don't care much about like the, that color palette anymore and i'll just try whatever i want and I, I and i won't feel pressured to like keep doing like pieces in that style that i had and now whenever i have a new piece i just do whatever i like so if there's a burgundy in my piece so it be you know like <laughs> as long as it looks good to me i'm happy Whatever makes me happy is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I liked it. It had like the copper color and stuff. And Ivy definitely had some metallic color as well. Yeah, thanks. Man. What's, it, what's it been like to see uh, for both of you really to see your work displayed um, in like a different mediums, big areas? Um, oh, I don't know. Mike had a projection in Miami, right? That projection was sick. Yeah, it was so sick. No, we're idiots and didn't and forgot. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, it was yeah. cool, dude. I didn't, I didn't know how I was gonna look because the when they first sent me the building, there was like I don't know nine windows or something. So I was like, <laughs> that's gonna take up like ninety percent of the artwork. But somehow it ended up looking pretty good. So that was that was wild experience for sure. Yeah, was it surreal to just see your piece like on the streets like that? Yeah, it was surreal, dude. It was very. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and it was definitely like. So many people were like stopping and like taking pictures of it. Like they were, uh, yeah. You know, like they definitely like, they definitely didn't just like go past it and not look at it. Um, people were definitely like really interested in the art, which to, that was the coolest part to see was like people interacting with it on the street. Well, you know, I'm not surprised because this piece is like one of your best, I think. Like it's the, your collage style, but you really went hard on the animation, I feel like yeah. with the butterflies coming in and the flowers moving, like. Was it all like pictures that you animated or, or there's like video footage that you incorporated in that piece? Like what, what was the process? It's mix, yeah, it's a mix of both. Um, and then, I mean, all the all the flowers and stuff, are just, I just have like an archive that I store all my scans in. So I mm -hmm. just pulled from there. And yeah, and then the butterflies are the only things that weren't, those were like licensed um, and then put incorporated into the piece. But like I still had like motion track too, you know, like because yeah. I'm like, you know, like on one of the parts, like the the butterfly stops on the flower and it like moves with it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's like the motion tracking shit. It's really basic animation, man. Like, um, I, I don't care. To me, it looks nice. I was surprised because you know, like we're we're used to see like those pieces and like in stills, you know, because they're collages of like printed material. But exactly. then to see it animated like that. It's very, uh, it's an interesting take on the style, brings it to life and yeah, man. it's so sick. So congrats on that, man. Thank you, dude. But First yes, pardon me? First animation. 
Is it? Is it? Minted at oh, least. Mona Stand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mona Stand beat it. Yeah. yeah that was the, the first like Slime Sunday animation. Um, Whoa. No, I've done a bunch of animated shit in, in the past. Like when yeah, I was you doing, did. When I was doing 3D stuff, like I used to like, I had like a dancing baby character that I was yeah. <laughs> animating all the time, which is pretty Dude. fun. Uh, I gotta I gotta put it on, on on the record, but like those animations you posted, I believe it was in 2015, 2016, those are like part of like the what pushed me to do 3D in the first place. I know, dude. You told me that. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. I I, I looked cool. at those pieces back then and I was like, oh geez, I gotta make that. So I started doing like the exact same thing. I was copying you and I was I, I didn't share those, but I kept them for myself. But I was doing these like 3d grayscale gorilla tutorial experiments oh yeah dude That's i was loving it dude i really want to get back into 3d it's just like i have post-traumatic stress from working in 3d like just like so many computer yeah. crashes that like every time i open up cinema 4d i just have anxiety i'm like i don't want to do this right now um i feel you yeah it's Dude, the crashing just like fucking makes me want to throw my computer on the ground and like hit it with a baseball bat. Like I can't, I can't stand the crashes, dude. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, especially with Octane, sometimes yes, it gets dude. Yes. really messy. Are you still using Octane? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just so used to it, but now I kind of know when there's going to be a crash. You know, when I'm when I know I'm like you know like using it a lot i start just saving yeah, it you know like coming. oh it's it's gonna crash it's gonna crash i know it and then boom it's crashing and i just know now so it's rare that i like get caught off guard with the octane crashing yeah anymore but still like it's it's was, an issue i was on twitter today and somebody was like i brought up that point about 3d and having the consistent crashing and somebody just said yeah. oh i just set my computer to like auto save every one minute and i was like that's fucking genius why didn't i think of that like <laughs> that's what i do um i have an autosave uh like it's automatic every half an hour so it's not like too often because if you work with big scenes like and it starts saving every single yeah, minute yeah, yeah. it takes like 30 seconds so you're just gonna save your file forever um but like every half an hour is like not too bad if you lose progress you can still like recover um and yeah so it, it saves like three copies you can decide and it just get, gets updated as it's saved so that's like a lifesaver I, I use it all the time even though it takes a lot of space i just go back and delete but yeah god yeah. autosave is like the best so maybe i will maybe i'll maybe i'll start fucking around again we'll see dude you should yeah mix 3d and collage i don't know do something man just get back to I, mean, it. I already have an idea of what i'm gonna do it's just like getting myself over the the hump of yeah dealing with 3d again nice i look forward to to see it man it's gonna be dope one thing i forgot to bring up was uh i'm not 100 sure how you pronounce it but rencontre rencontre <laughs> wait say that again wait Tyler's, Tyler's, Rencounter. i'm not gonna say it again i'm not gonna say it. <laughs> he said rencounter rencounter how do you he say it through an accent at the end sounds like a like a video game like a first person shooter rencounter <laughs> too like i don't know <laughs> but yeah it's a rencontre which means um i never meeting. had a shot at saying that you know it. <laughs> <laughs> i know i know it means meeting so essentially i was a part of like this initiative by super rare and uh super world app so they like 
had an AR installation in uh, Art Basel. Is it Art Basel or Basel? I don't know. Art Basel. Basel. Oh, geez. Yeah. Sorry. So I, I, I butchered We're very it forgiving on pronunciation around here. Yes. Yeah, Tyler, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not any better. Um, so how did you say Art Basel? Art Basel. Basel, gotcha. Art yeah. Basel. So it was an installation at Art Basel. Um, was all like AR sculptures. And so I was invited to do it. And I just like did that sculpture. Um, essentially, it's a character floating and it's like looking at the dragonfly. Um, yeah, I saw that like, the other day. It was fucking cool. Like, how do you get it to, you know, exist? Like when you click on it, you can move it around. It's because it's a GLD file. So I exported it. Uh, well, thanks to Jason Abayer, he exported it for me from Substance because uh, uh, I had issues. And so you can just upload it and on the browser you can like move it around zoom in and zoom out cool. and yeah i made that for that project it's not necessarily related to the series but i i thought if i had to do one thing for that why like why not just bringing the dragonfly once again and like expanding on the the lore you know you can give dirk a run for his money <laughs> well for <laughs> well, uh, wait for for this piece yeah i just did it on my own but um i mean i should have like had dirk do it for me because he probably could have like made sure i would have like the dragonfly logo on the forehead as well and i couldn't make it work so it like i had to just use chrome it's just one chrome material for the whole thing um <laughs> that's because i didn't know how to do much more than that so <laughs> i should have i should have asked dirk god i should have done it i mean anyway. it's still like like you still get the lighting and the reflections, huh? Like, is that yeah. all embedded in the file? No, no. Essentially, it's like Super Rare's like own RGRI that they have. Uh, I think. Interesting. Because um, if you look at the the model that Jason did, um, it's also all Chrome, and you notice that it's just like the same lighting. But we didn't use the same lighting yeah. when we exported okay. it. So yeah. That's yeah, that a, was another one of the first things I thought about with NFTs was like how you can make a, a piece that, you know, like any, anyone who owns it can control. Like, have you seen those like websites you interact with and you can like move your mouse around and like draw shit or like, yeah. like that would be super cool to be able to like make something like that. I just don't know if, you know, the technology is there yet for, but this makes me think it is like after seeing, you know, like you can rotate a 3d model in space. Like why? It, yeah, um, I know you can do like interactive NFTs as an example. Um, illustrator Tim Kang, he for um the Monster Cat event in F NFT NYC, he made these NFT RSVP cards or something. Yeah. So you would receive it, and if you clicked on it, like you had to click on the actual visual on OpenSea to input your code and then get an invite. So yeah, I feel like there's a way to code stuff and oh, make experiences. Yeah yeah i was wondering how he did that because when i fucking clicked on the thing and it said put your invite code or, or yeah put your code in i was like wait this is beyond <laughs> anything i've ever done i had no idea how to make it work so yeah i think it's like ryan i think you actually was like you just click on it dude and i was like oh okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> it was way too like crazy for me to even imagine that i could click on the nft you know so well done, Tim. Well done. I've purchased a couple on Hin. One of them is actually like Space Invaders, the game. 
as an NFT. What? No fucking way. Yeah, I'm trying what? to find it right now. What? So play it? Share my you can play it. Bullshit. I'm, I swear to God. Hold on. Let me find it. What? Give me a minute. I, I, I need to do a quick, like, like the, pee the break. break. Oh, yeah. Go pee. Oh, I can find this. Dude, sorry, this audience. Like... I don't know if that's going to make it. <laughs> if it does, I'm sorry, but I got to go real quick. <laughs> got to go. All right. I'm going to share my screen and flip through this. So this is disgusting because I'm on the 16th page of my collection now. Oh shit! Hold on, so many. Dude, I have so many, so many. So here's one that you were talking about, right? So this is a this one's like painting. So check this out. This is an NFT that I own. Dude, this is exactly what Look, I was talking. Booting about. cartridge. Look, dude, what? Exactly right. Can click what? it to change colors. How? Right. I don't know what kind of file type it is, but this is an NFT. Maybe you can't do this on ETH. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like a different file type, right? But that's one example. Um, I'll find another one. Dude, my so mom. I got to find the game. Dude, I got to figure out how to do this. Yeah, I mean, if they can do it here, they can do it anywhere. This is when I was going on a crazy buying. Okay. I'm back. So I just showed them. There was one where you could actually draw on the NFT. That's exactly what I was talking about. Really? You know? Yeah, now I'm trying to find that fucking game. Here it is. Yep. What? So check this out. Playable and arcade Scott arcade style fits in 1K of JavaScript code. Oh, dude, what? Oh, this is crazy. Right? It's level two. What? <laughs> what? And two Tezos? That's like yeah. nothing. It's ten dollars. <laughs> dude, you bought a fucking game for ten dollars. <laughs> yep. I actually I think, the, I think the artist sent this to me because i sent them something else and that's just him <laughs> dude wow i enjoy this a little wild it is um guys yeah. i think i'm canceling my drop i'm gonna make a game instead <laughs> I, dude if you can actually like do programmable shit like this like this is next damn i wish i could but there's me someone too. who could do it I have no clue how to do this, dude. I don't know how to code. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what mime type is, but it says mime type application slash x dash directory. So it's like not a J. Sounds over my head, dude. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who's the artist? Maybe we should ask too much lag if he knows about that. Yeah. Shout out Frank Force, the artist there. I mean, it's definitely not happening on like <laughs> ETH. For all I know, I've never seen anything like that. Oh, that's wild. I'm curious. People at home, if you find something on the ETH blockchain that's a game, let us know. Or yes, like you playable on the browser. I know there's yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to see examples. Yeah. Unless it's being hosted somewhere else. That's the only other way. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Very interesting find. Yeah. I like it. Dude, how many how many hen NFTs do you have? Over 500. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? It's uh, not a hand. You have like a legendary status of like hand collector. Whoa. I call him the Hannibal. <laughs> the Hannibal? Yeah. There's people that have like 20 ties him up like an animal. People are out yeah, there that's... collecting. It's crazy. I actually have a like a, a bunch of pieces on there. Do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, not a lot, but still like I have a, a piece from Daniel Taylor, uh, one from Kushlet, uh, one from Kid Mograph, 
one from Dexamol. Oh shit. A bunch of people. Yeah. A lot Dexamol of pieces that I gotta yeah, just drop he... something on hen like right now. <laughs> Why not? Just do it. <laughs> it's, it's not it's even cool. tell anybody about it. Huh? Break the internet. About it. Stealth. Stealth drop. Yeah, you just gotta give us the heads up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Well, I wonder like how how it is like I've never released on another blockchain. I wonder like what's the deal with it. Like, is it something collectors like or dislike? I mean, Exulo just came over and did a couple drops on Tezos, and I mean, me being a collector of both chains, like I I enjoy it. I don't think it devalues you. I think it opens you up to another set of collectors that you might not have seen before. But yeah. I can understand if you have price disparities between the two, but if it's if it's you know something that maybe you didn't spend as much time on, or something that you were okay having at a lower price, so it's a easier entry point for people. Then I think you could give him a go. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's a it's more about the community. I feel like than anything. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, what's like the normal price point at, on hand? I mean, for ETH oh, artists, question. people would drop like, I mean, you could do 50 to 100 tests and people would still buy it. If you're like a known person on ETH, like you guys would be mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, but people do stuff for like 10 tests or one tests, whatever you want to do. But I mean, Exulo, I think his first ones were like 33 and 69, something like that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, Something yeah, to think about cool. though, if you want to play around with it. I mean, are there like, like how big is the community? I mean, they have a Discord with like a hundred thousand people in it. Whoa, that's but, massive. But yeah, I mean, let's just do like an open edition on Tez. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you <laughs> do it? Thousand, all right. But so they have a limit. Uh, oh. Ten thousand for ten dollars. <laughs> oh my God, that's actually a lot. I think no. you'd sell it. I think you'd be fine. <laughs> But is it a good idea, man? I don't know. I don't know, dude. But then you know. could use those as like um, a token to like some sort of fan club or something. You know, if you did something that low, it would be like, okay, these are for all of my fans. Or OnlyFans. It, it is. It's OnlyFans. Yeah. It's $10, but not for a month, for life, for as long as Slime you Slime Sunday OnlyFans. <laughs> Why not? You should have an OnlyFans account. I know, dude. When you just show <laughs> your process. You're just working. Yeah, and that's just yeah. oh, true, dude. People would pay the shit out of that. All you got to do is put the screen recorder up while you go, and a video footage of you in underwear while yeah. working, <laughs> or like your feet or something. Oh yes, that would sell for sure. <laughs> uh, I actually thought of like at some point in my life, I was like, I should start an OnlyFans with like these characters, you know, like that. Look that feature, ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, for people at home, I'm showing pieces of mine that show um, little butts. Um, so oh, I could have an OnlyFans of Aphoria characters with like butts, like butt action, you know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> would it work? I think it, it might, dude. There's there's people out there that would like that shit. There's a market. There's a market. All right. So you guys going to open OnlyFans? Or, well, or Larry, what did you say? Only fans or hen first? You got to pick one. Dude, I'm going hen, bro. <laughs> Only fans. 2021 was for NFTs. 2022, 2022 was, was, is going to be for OnlyFans. Yeah. 
Well, don't take my word for it. I think I might regret seeing this tomorrow, actually. <laughs> We're going to have to remember for time to edit word. it. Yeah, oops. I feel like this is going to make it to the final cut, right? The whole thing. All <laughs> oh, of. no. No, the whole thing with like the... There was so many things. Like there was like the, the big alarm outside with like the truck that was like removing the experience. snow. You got to go through the yeah. whole thing. You were here with us. There's like the little like, wee, wee, of like the Malavita piece. Yeah, um, we want that though, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So many things for the, the audience. It's at all. Well, Tyler's good because it's like, it's like you end up with like good food that you don't, you don't really know how it's made and you don't really care. So <laughs> you can chop it. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Cheers. Well, we're fucking pumped for the drop. I mean, the 23rd, yeah, that. that's not very Hell cool. yeah. Thanks December twenty third. Pardon me. I honestly had no expectation going into what you're about to explain to us, and it's it's something. It's fucking huge. I, like I said before, oh, totally, totally reasonable to take take all the time you needed. And um, thank you. Twenty third. I think that's a good date. Yes. Um, well, that means a lot, man. Um, yeah. I mean, I worked really hard on this. Like, yeah, dude. This no is idea. Some of your best work, in my opinion. Jeez, I'm blushing. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I appreciate it, man. For real, like, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a cool series. I don't know how it's gonna do. Like, It'll at do this well, point, dude. yeah, I, it's you know yeah. me. I'm always like, oh, maybe it's not gonna go well. I don't know. Uh, but you know, it, it's just me being me. I, I I worked a lot on this. Um, I hope people will like uh, all that comes with it, like the experience in Unreal. Um, I'm really excited to like show people about it and share it to the world. Uh, the hoodie, the mask NFT and the 3D object. I feel like there's a lot to it. And the collab also with Dexamol is also a good one. So yeah, December 23rd, be there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, there's going to be uh, sandwiches and stuff, <laughs> lemonades. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mask yeah. for everyone. Yeah. yeah, but he's yeah. giving out masks, bro. Yep, masks for sure. Because I always wear one. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, thanks, guys. It was nice. Like, it's it's already like ten thirty. We started at nine. It's always like that. Feels like like twenty minutes, but it's like much longer than that. So <laughs> it means we we had a good time. I had a good time, and I'm yeah. glad to be like here on the pod again. Uh, yeah, let's nice. not wait ten months next time. Yeah, honestly, whenever, man, I, like, I'm always down. But I mean, it's always cooler when there's like a little project coming up too, you know. That's so true. Something. To well, talk we'll be about, up in but... Montreal before we talk again, probably springtime. Oh, gotta come up well, in then, spring. Then we should do a Montreal podcast or something. One hundred percent. Your dad will be there from the gallery. Yes. Okay. I'm stoked. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be great. Am I going to be able to get into Canada? Like that's a serious <laughs> fucking question. Oh yeah. 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 We, we, we got to do it. If like, yeah, I might have slime... to jump the border. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we got to do it when also when you can come in Canada, that would be fun. Yeah. Thanks again, guys. It was a lot of fun and I'm glad you like this series. Um, I'm glad that you got to see it before pretty much everybody else. Um, you deserve it because you're cool as fuck. <laughs> we appreciate it Thanks, of course of course so yeah let's do a pod 
sometimes soon in Montreal. Whenever the anniversary is, we'll celebrate the anniversary, like the day after he's clear. Really? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, dude, the I, day after we're doing it. I'm going to like actually see if I can put in like a request. Start working on it. Gonna, yes, we got to make it happen. <laughs> All right, boys. Have a nice evening and a great weekend if I don't see you. You too. Love you. And thanks everyone who listened to us. Like just talking about all of this means a lot. You guys are the best. I love you all. (laughs) Great outro. Bye guys. Later dude. Damn, that's nifty. single line I sure as hell didn't know that Fuck Render built a gallery to raise new artist popularity What a guy Yeah man Too much lag like a nomad all his belongings in a single bag All these things can't you see I learned all that's NFT That's NFT That's NFT That's a nifty nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT Damn, that's a nifty NFT